And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. Who's that strange-looking man behind you? That's Carl. I met him at the laundry, man. Sam Spade Detective Agency. Sam, sweetheart. I don't know what to do, Rabbi. Every night he listens to the radio. I can't keep him away. The Lone Ranger, uh, the Shadow, the Master Avenger. Uh, this is not good. It tends to induce bad values, false dreams, lazy habits. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the captivating Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's power couple Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, They star in Bold Venture from 1951. But first, it's Beat the Host. In order to beat the host, a Hollywood 360 listener contestant named Jason must correctly answer more true or false questions about Billy Joel than I. Lisa Wolf Hall is our moderator. Lisa, please say hello to Jason. Yes, we have Jason on the phone. He was caller number 10. Hi, Jason. Caller number 10, I can't believe I got through. What is that, one in 900 million you were saying? 999 million. Exactly. So that is a true feat. Yes, it is. (laughs) And I have two of them. (laughs) So we're going to be talking about... (laughs) Two privileges. I took two privileges. There you go. Good man, good man, good man. You are definitely a listener. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about William Martin Joel, or better known as Billy Joel. He'll be turning 74 on May 9th. And, um, wow, his music is really something. We'll be playing some of his songs on Name That Tune. But right now, beat the host. Jason, you are up first. It's true or false. At the age of 21, he tried to commit suicide with furniture polish after a breakup. Is that true or false? I'm going to say that's true. It sounds true. I'm going to agree with Jason. It is true. Wow. That is absolutely correct. I, it's, it's with crazy. furniture polish. That's what they say. What did he do? Try to spray himself to death? I couldn't answer that. I was not there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which is a good thing. Carl. Yes. He was trained. He was a trained wrestler. Trained wrestler. Hmm. Um. False. Okay, Jason. I'm going to say false, too, on that. It is false. He did take up boxing as a teenager, wow. but uh, he definitely is not Jason, a we're doing Jason, we're doing pretty darn good Uh-oh. here. Jason, yeah, he graduated high school mm-hmm. at the age of 63. True or false? I'm going to say true on that one. Yeah, that's true. Is it? No. You know that for fact, Carl? <laughs> pretty sure. You look like you know what you're talking about. Is it? This time you do not know what you're oh, talking about. At age 43... <sighs> He left Hicksville High School in Long Island, New York, without having completed his work. But in 1992, he earned his diploma. So he was 43. I ah, put 20 years okay. on there. Wow. All right. Yeah, so close, though. Yeah. I mean, the idea was right. But we're still tied. You still are. That's what happens if you continually agree with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, really? That's, two- <laughs> that's like a mathematical uh, you know, equation, right? Equation. Yeah. It's a mathematical phenomenon. Phenomenon. Exactly. You are a phenomenon. (laughs) In 2005, he published his second children's book called Piano Man. True or false? Uh, False. Jason? Uh, I have no idea, so I'm going to say opposite true. 
Darn it. Oh. it was, darn it. Oh. It was false. It's Here's called for Carl. his book is called New York State of Mind. Here's for Jason. I'm it's, up one now. Darn Uh-oh. it. Okay, here we go. Jason. His song Vienna is about a trip to see his mother. True or false? I'm gonna say true. I'll say false. Darn it again. Whoa. It's false. Here's it's about for... his father. He hadn't seen his father. He heard his father was in Vienna, for Jason. and they had a visit. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, We've got Jason. trouble. This is the last question, Uh-oh. so we've got big trouble Ooh. right here Balsies. in River City. Yeah. Capital Balsies. P. All right, Carl. In 2018, he played his 1,000. 1000- okay, do you want to go with that? It doesn't matter to me. I mean, it's just, no, go ahead. Let's play no, like for Ernest, not go ahead. for the win. I know, I know. <laughs> you forget that sometimes. In 2018, he played, <laughs> he played his 1,000th show at Madison Square Garden with Springsteen as his guest. So his 1,000th time he was at Madison Square Garden or his 1,000th show, which was at Madison Square Garden? Two different things. Which one is it? His 1,000th show at Madison Square Not his 1,000th show in no, the world. false. With Springsteen as false. his guest. Jason? Is he right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree and say false. It is false. Yeah, it was his no one- way. That's right. Yeah. That's uh. right. There is no way. It was 100. But you were listening. Yeah. So that's yeah, pretty see, good. I was I listening for Usually once. Usually you don't. Well, so. Jason, you know what? You didn't beat the host, but you're going to win a great prize. I'm going to send you something in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you some send CDs in the mail. How's that? <laughs> Yeah, some Fairweather Friends CDs. There you <laughs> <laughs> Great you, job, You buddy. are a good player, and it yes. is great to hear from you. Uh, all right, thanks, all right. buddy. Appreciate you. <laughs> thanks, Jason. When we come thanks, back, guys. Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, like probably one of the first power couples, they appear in Bold Ventures. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Before we tune into Bold Venture, I want to remind all of our listeners to try Mies Meals. You will absolutely love it. If you have not tried Mies Meals yet, you are missing out, folks, because it is the greatest meal delivery service on the planet. And you can save 50% off your first order by using Carl in the promo code at checkout. Now, Lisa's going to tell you a little bit more about Mies Meals. Then we're going to look at the menu for this week. So just to clarify, they send you everything you need to make these delicious, innovative meals every week. That includes everything prepped, chopped, measured, washed, clean, ready to go with a recipe card, telling exactly what to do step by step, making it very simple, very easy, but make some really exciting new dinners. Yeah, that takes about 15, 20 mm -hmm. minutes to make the dinner and it's on your table, and you're feeding your family a gourmet dinner. Like I said, everything is measured out, ready to be cooked or you yeah. know, whatever it needs. Everything so you need. To, just to give you an idea of some of the new recipes that are on here for this week, which mm-hmm. we will be ordering, we've got crab cake bake, butter, uh, sorry, truffle butter steak. We've got um, tikka masala. We've got ginger soy aioli rice bowl. We've got lemon chicken milanese. Ooh, I think a I'm new get England that. shrimp roll. Shells with basil, pesto. The list goes on and on. There are a couple of new desserts here. Mm. Um, there's a sesame ginger salmon 
couple of new desserts I've never seen before. We've got tiramisu for two, mm. and we've got Oreo. Does that mo- rhyme? Tiramisu for two? It does. You have to say it a couple of times. Yeah. We Were you going to do that? No. Okay. We've got Oreo mousse pie. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I like the chocolate cake. Oh. Oh, I do that too. Is I like so, that molten lava cake. Yeah, that it's one so with good. the fudge. When that comes uh, back, so great. so they rotate each week. Yeah, and um, I really look forward to getting my Mies meals every single week and making this together with my family and really sharing this experience. Mies meals has been a, a very loyal sponsor to us. So, folks, I'd like you to just try it. Get fifty percent off your first time you order. Make sure you use the promo code Carl. I think what you're going to experience, which we do every single week, we get this. We get Mies meals every week. Lisa gets it. I get it. Mike gets it. And I have really and truly never had a meal that I wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. So do try it. Give it a try. I think you will want to uh, continue to order Mies Meals each and every week. It's Mies, M-E-E-Z Meals.com. M-E-E-Z Meals.com. Use promo code Carl at checkout. And such a nice, easy way to have a delicious, healthy dinner prepared for your family in under 30 minutes. Yep, yep. What definitely try it. All right, we're going to listen now to Bold Venture. I tell you, this was a great series. You know, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, they were offered all kinds of radio shows. They were married in real life, and there was all kinds of producers after them to star in a regular radio series. And Frederick W. Ziv was the only one who was successful to uh, convince them to star in a series. It was called Bold Venture. It was a couple of years. It went, I think there was about 90-plus episodes. And uh, Bogart played Salty Sea Dog Slate Shannon. He owned a Cuban hotel where treasure hunters and revolutionaries and other shady characters rented rooms. And his sidekick in ward was the sultry... Sailor Duval, played by uh, Bacall, and uh, she tagged along as they encountered uh, modern-day pirates and other tough situations while navigating the waters around Havana. It was a really cool mystery and intrigue and romance series. Uh, I think you're going to love it. It was uh, syndicated to like 500 radio stations around the country, and they recorded it in Ziv's studios, and uh, Bogey and Bacall. I mean, can you get any bigger than that? So here's an episode, number 12 in the series, called The Tears of Siva. Uh, This is from 1951, part one now of Bold Venture. Bold Venture. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Bold Venture. Once again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. 
Kate, you should have been with us. Laid up for repairs on a jewel of an island and the girls with the wild orchids. Oh. <laughs> now, be gentle with me, Joe. I'm a man of responsibilities now. I've got a boat and a hotel. And me. And her. Every sea orphan to his own paradise, you found yours. And he'd better not stray from it or I'll beat him over the head with a wild kumquat. <laughs> you got yourself a tigress this time, huh, Slate? Ah, a kitten. You heard what the man said. A tigress. Uh-huh. You signing on with the Tampa Victory again, Joe? First mate on that stinking oil bucket? Oh, no, no. I don't need her anymore. We're done with each other. I just come off her for the last time. Oh? All I need is right here in this little package wrapped in Shanghai silk. I give it to you. Why, thanks. We didn't expect it, did we, Slay? Uh, don't let the tears well up in gratitude, Miss Duval. You're only to keep it for me till I come back for it. Will you do that for an old seamate? Sure. In a good place where no one can touch a greedy finger to it, eh? I see. We, we got a safe. Will that do? Slate keeps all his valuables in it. His necktie. His, uh... Well, that does it. His necktie. It's the best place we've got, Joe. How about it? Just remember that in this bit of silk, you hold the rest of Joe Bishop's life. I'll remember. Then take it. Hey, what's that combination again, sailor? Don't bother to answer him, honey, because he won't need it. Who asked you, Buster? Slate, be polite. He's got a gun. <laughs> You're cute, honey. Hand it over, you, the thing in your hand. Give it to Tommy. You'll not take it from him. You'll not... You know something? I bet he's dead. Anybody want to discuss it? Yeah. Don't, Slate. He'll kill you, too. You'll read me, honey. Throw it on the floor, Slate boy. He does what you tell him, doesn't he, honey? Hold on to a man like that. And now Tommy's going to go away with it. Because right now, Tommy doesn't want anyone else to die. Mr. Cordovan. Mr. Cordovan. Shut up. But, Mr. Cordovan, I brought the package. You said My that... current suggestion to you, Thomas, is to shut up, sit down, and watch. Consider the beauty which surrounds you and savor it if you can. Sit down, Thomas. Chorus girls dancing. Not supposed to send me? See how delicate. Uh, that one over there. She's fat, Mr. Cordovan. She's tattooed. Uh, primitive goddess. Primitive. Doesn't it turn your blood to ice, Thomas, to realize we are here now beyond the reaches of civilization? A part of it. I don't know what you're talking about, Mr. Cordovan. This is a crummy walk-down joint in Havana with a 50-cent table cover charge. Here's the package. Ah. Thank you, Thomas. Did you have any trouble? I killed a man. Oh, I'm glad you did, Thomas. Another life, another death added to the fabulous tears of Siva. Open the package, huh? Of course. Thomas, gaze. Uh-huh. How much are they worth? The tears of Siva. The priceless tears without flick or flaw. The treasure of the Far Indies. Genghis Khan laid a city to waste for these. Look, all I see is two star sapphires. And all I want to know is how much are they worth? They are priceless. 
Observe them. Pick one up and look at it. It will light up the whole room. Go on, go on, Thomas. Pick one up and look at it. Sure. I first saw these beauties after a pick sticking with the Raja of Similu. He showed them to me. This is pretty. Not the Raja of Similu who played polo. The other one, the one with the wives. Uh-huh. <laughs> this star sapphire doesn't light up nothing, Mr. Cordovan. Well, what did you say? It don't even show a star. What? Maybe they're priceless because this Genghis character liked them. But from where I'm sitting, they're dime store items. Let me see. What wild joke? Someone has bundled. I'll have his head, do you hear? I'll have his head. Ponies. <sighs> I knocked off a man for two marbles. Forgive me for losing control, Thomas. Yeah. Someone will die for this. Yeah. Slate come a man from sea who dream of violence. Say, do something for me. Say, here is pocket, please put it away. I come back to take it on another day. Then in walk man with death in his hand. Say, hand over pocket in voice so bland. The seafaring man makes big protest. Two bullets in chest. Give him rest. You think they did that, King? A man finds peace in many ways, Mr. Slate. He only does not know when it is coming to him. Uh, it didn't have to come to him that way. Look, Slate, maybe Joe Bishop bought it that way. Maybe he, he could... He tasted wild fruit on a tropical island. He didn't expect to end up on a slab in the police morgue. The police will take care of it, Slate. They'll find his murderer. It's out of your hands. Is it? Is that how you want it? Whatever you want, Slate. I'll take your hand off my arm. Just go get your coat. I want to talk to the skipper of the Tampa Victory. Whatever you want. Now send him away, King. I'm not in to anyone. <laughs> I'm afraid I heard that, Mr. Shannon. One of my less exquisite vices, eavesdropping. Goody. Now I don't have to be polite. Thank you, sir. Uh, I have come to share your bereavement over the deceased Joseph Bishop. And to ask if Joseph's dying song was for me. Might have been. We couldn't make out the words. Joe's pain got in the way. And he had no message for me, for Junius Cordovan, his intimate of many places and many memories. No message. The name of a port, perhaps, of a person, of a thing? No name. Try for a number. Hmm. I have consumed your priceless time. Good day, and may the goddesses of, uh, whatever be with you. May they indeed. Hmm. You know what's wrong with a roly-poly man? He's going through life thinking he's skinny. Okay, Mama Freud. Just get your coat. Do I have to, Slate? It's a warm night. Well, we're going. It might turn cold. Get it. <laughs> All right, that is the first portion of Bold Venture, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, going back to 1951. Yeah, you were what, 12, 15 years old? In I was about 16 in 16. 1951. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then you were listening to this probably on the radio. I did. Huh? I used to listen to these when they were first aired. Yeah. So I have a unique perspective that way. Very good. Mm-hmm. I had to discover them later because I was born in 63. Right. Um, right. But you got there. But and you I know, can educate you. I would say that uh, there's definitely a portion. I mean, we're all in all, in all sincerity. I think there was a, a portion of our listeners that remember these shows when they were aired. Right. And then I think there's a, a maybe even larger a larger portion, audience that sure. are discovering these shows right. for the very first time. And hopefully we are a part of that discovery. Yeah. I mean, I grew up listening, you know, watching television. I didn't hear, I learned about these radio shows when I was like a kid. Sure. You know, that these aired back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s and uh, started listening to them and fell in love with them. And I think we're exposing a lot of people to these shows, you know, people that are into maybe audio books, things like that. And that's part of the reason we have visited uh, Rotary Clubs and high schools and make these presentations like yeah. we do to yeah. inspire a new audience. We definitely want people to... Um, Enjoy these shows. These were magical programs for sure. Golden Age of Radio, Theater of the Mind. We'll get back to Bold Venture with Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall right here on Hollywood 360 in a flash. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, Have Gun, Will Travel, Gangbusters, and Sherlock Holmes, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Carl Amari and I co host in total you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month become a classic radio club member at classicradioclub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator log on to classicradioclub.com or call 815-900-7535 that's 815-900-7535 Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. You know, Adam West there just said it best. This is the best in classic radio. You know, here's the thing. And I mean, we're going to brag a little bit here. Is it okay? It's okay if we Um, brag? You can brag. I'm not going to. You know, we've been doing this a long time, right? A very long time. This this show has been on the air like 15, 16 years. And... um, we're always licensing more shows. We're always getting new master recordings. Mike's always taking a bubble bath to clean these shows. You know that's why he's probably the cleanest person yeah, on the face of the earth. Definitely not you. <laughs> <laughs> and he and we're always getting new shows. I mean, like this Lum and Abner that we just played. This is a recent addition to the library. A um, direct from the master recording episode of the Lum and Abner we played earlier. This bold venture, we're about to uh, we're about to get more some more bold venture master recordings. We're always striving and looking for and talking with the collectors of these discs all over the globe. We're always licensing these shows because we always want to bring our listeners not only the greatest sounding shows, the most information we can about them, like our Radio Rarities podcast. We have literally the foremost authority on the planet for classic radio, Carl Shadow. He really and truly is one of the 
the uh, the most well-read and most knowledgeable guys about the history of these radio shows. And he's our writer for Radio Rarities. He does an incredible job. And that's a podcast, folks, you can listen to anywhere podcasts are disseminated. You can go to iHeart. You can go to Spotify, Acast, and um, just listen to Radio Rarities. I think you'll love it. Lisa and I are the co-hosts of it. We play very rare radio programs Mike is the producer, and um, we, I think we really put a lot of effort. I mean, this is not just we wake up and we come here and we do the show. We really do put a lot of a lot of time and effort in the licensing and coming up with the segments for the shows and the background information, but we love what we do. You know, that's the other thing. We not only um, enjoy what we do, but I know people love it because we get feedback from you, and we thank you for that. I get emails every single week. I know Lisa does, too. We get emails from you listeners, and we thank you. And many of you have joined the club to support the show. Can't thank you enough for that. Um, people that are, 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 are classic radio club members and get these CDs sent to them every month, that helps drive the show and fuel the costs. Obviously, there's a lot of costs to produce the show and licensing these programs. I want to thank you. And I also I want to thank you, Lisa. You do an amazing job. Mike, my gosh, he's in the bathtub all the time. Thank you. With these shows. And um, it's a labor of love. We do really love what we do. So we hope you're enjoying it out there in Radioland. We have hundreds of radio stations. Thank you to all our listeners, to all our program directors for making this possible. And okay? we hope that love comes across through the airwaves yeah. to you when we you hear so. us. We hope so. We hope so. All right, we're listening to a really great series. Bold Venture was a terrific, terrific series. Aired in 19... They actually recorded these in 1951 and 1952. And then it was syndicated for many, many years after that, all over the, all over the globe, really, by, um, by Frederick W. Ziv. And this particular episode has some great supporting uh, actors. William Conrad is in this show. Uh, Gerald Moore is in this program. And, of course, you have the great... Humphrey Bogart, and Lauren Bacall. This is called The Tears of Siva. Here's the conclusion of Bold Venture. Hey, hey, where do you think you're going? Where's the skipper of this freighter? Can't see him. Joe said us. Is that the way you say it, Slate? Now look, let me handle it, will you? Uh, why'd Joe send you? He's a friend of ours. And Joe's a friend of the skipper's. Now we're all friends. Hi. You got the makings? What does Frisco do, you seafaring man, you? Uh, he means the makings for cigarettes. Oh. Here, they come all put together now. Take one. Thank you. Tell me something, mate. Nope. It's about Joe. Nope. Take the pack. Yep. You uh, were talking about Joe when I interrupted, mister. Joe and the skipper friends? They go to milk cows together. You can't get a lot closer than that, Slate. Real close, them two. Since Port-au-Prince, they pat each other on the back every time they pass. Yeah, how come since Port-au-Prince? Since then, that's all. Since Haiti. Since the checker game. You can have my cigarettes, too. Let's start with the cows. Nope. Let's start with the checker game. Joe went ashore in Port-au-Prince. Didn't come back. Skipper chewed his pipe stem in two neatly. Tried to get another first mate. Couldn't. Called me. Skipper and me went ashore and found Joe. Playing checkers? With a lady. What lady? Owns the Sailor's Rest in Port-au-Prince. I can hardly wait till the part about the cows. They're going to milk them. Joe and the skipper in Pennsylvania. Huh? Sure. 
Since Port-au-Prince, they decided to quit the sea. Going to buy a farm in Pennsylvania and, and milk, milk cows. cows. Yep. Something happened there in Port-au-Prince, mister. A man who sails the sea decides no more sailing. Something happened. Changed them two. Let's go talk to the skipper. Nope. Sleeping. He'll wake up. I tried to stop you. You'd knock me down, wouldn't you? Make you walk the plank. They don't do that no more. They're knocked down. Skipper's sleeping in his cabin. Come on, sailor. Try the door. You want to handle this, or you're going to let me? I'll try the door. See? Hmm. Skipper's not a tidy man. Sextant off the wall. Coffee stains on the charts. And what a dusty compass. Yeah. Look at the skipper. Huh? Come here. Look at him. Oh, you should have just told me about it. Stabbed in the heart. Dead. Now let's get out of here. We got enough fuel on Bold Venture to get to Port-au-Prince? No, not quite. Why? Because that's where we're going. We'll pick up some gas in Guantanamo. The question's still hanging in midair. Why? Look, two guys had a dream about owning a farm in Pennsylvania. One of them was a friend of mine. I've got a boat that can get me to Haiti. That's not very far to go for a friend. What makes you think the answers are in Haiti? Well, that's where two sailors suddenly decide to become farmers. Whatever brought them that decision also made them dead. Let's go to Haiti, sailor. Looks like they're about ready to shove off, Mr. Cordovan. Give me the glasses, Thomas. Yeah. You might notice, Mr. Cordovan, that the boat and the girl make a pretty picture. Let me enjoy it. That Shannon louses it, huh? Seems very efficient. Uh, on your wanderings on the dock, did you find out their destination? Yeah. A character whispered to me, Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Mm. Well, here's some money, Thomas. Hire a plane. Where to? Port-au-Prince, Haiti. I want to give those two an interesting welcome. Our stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story. You know what they say about this place, Slate? I know what seamen say. What do they say? They say when Paris catches cold, Port-au-Prince sneezes. <laughs> well, that's not the way I heard it. The way I heard it, sailors, hmm, those jeans you wear keep throwing me. Then buy me a Paris dress. Maybe that'll make you remember. Look, sailor, I... Mille pardon, monsieur et mademoiselle. You are young and hetty, no? No. Then follow me. Ten dollars, the guided tour, and you will grow old. But in ecstasy. One buck. One buck for a sailor's rest run by a lady. The place of mademoiselle Denise for one dollar... Do not insult me, monsieur. I give you that for nothing. Twelve rue de Toussaint. Au revoir, my respectable. 
And over what are you two, sailor? I'm going with you. I have some money. Check in at the Elysee Hotel. I'll meet you there. I'm going with you. This is a sailor's rest, baby. How are they going to get any if they see you walk in? Why, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Come back in one piece, respectable Shannon. That you, Slade? No, honey. But better open up, or we'll scream. Remember me, honey? Yeah. You kill. You're doing good, honey. And me. Do you remember me, Mr. Val? Ah, you're enchanting, Mr. Val. You must shut the door, Thomas. And you may go through all the feminine galaxy of reactions, Mr. Val. Fright, terror, wonder, curiosity. Which? Dibs on the last one. <laughs> Sheer delight you are, Mr. Val. Isn't she, Thomas? No, 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 tear yourself away from us. <laughs> Ain't he the one? I could lean out the window and yell. What's the French word for help? <laughs> Even if I told you it would never rise to your classic lips, Mr. Ball, this gun would bury it in your throat. No, no. Let us just sit here in delicious contemplation of each other until Mr. Shannon brings us the tears of Siva. From there... I may improvise. You run this place? Oui. You want to play shakers with Denise, no? No. What do you want from Denise? I want to talk to you. Sit down, talk. We play shakers to prevent from boring each other, huh? Yeah. I'll take the black. You know a man off the freighter Tampa Victory, first mate named Joe Bishop? Who are you? Joe's friend. Move a shaker. How do I know you're Joe's friend? He died in my arms. We. Oui. I look into your face, I see sadness. Your friend. Jump. Yeah. <laughs> Two for one, you will lose. <laughs> Joe dead, huh? Uh-huh. He was here. His captain came for him. The captain was knifed to death. Because the Jews, for the bad luck Jews. I don't know what you're talking about. The ones given to Joe by the Mama Loy. I'm still not with you. Mama Loy, voodoo lady. In the hills outside of port au Why did this, whatever you call it, Mama, something give anything to Joe? Perhaps Mama Loy liked Joe. Can you take me to her? It's not allowed. I didn't ask you that. You wish to go to Lady of Voodoo? That's the impression I'm trying to make. Denise will take you later tonight. Now move a shekel. You know the way. Quickly. Leah. Leah is hot. Go to her. 
How about you? I wait here. Go. Mama Lo is expecting you. What? How does she know I'm... Go. The main slate, Shannon. Yeah. You're, uh... I am Tante Maria, and you are slate, Shannon. And you wish to know of Joe Bishop. Those drums outside told you all that? <laughs> the drums are the things. Joe Bishop is dead as is his captain. Maybe you can tell me who killed him. Those who won the tears of Shiva. That doesn't mean anything to me. Two sapphires that I want to give to a sailor because I tired of rubbing them between my fingers. He told me he would return for them. Sapphires? Valuable? To me, no longer. To those who covet them, the wealth of kings. You still got them? <laughs> Here. In this pouch. Take them, my son. Use them to find those who have struck down the sailor. So I'll do my best. Denise! Denise, where are you? Here, my sherry, waiting for you. Well, stop waiting. I'll race you back to Port-au-Prince. That would be your Mr. Shannon with the tears of Siva. How do you know? It could be the housemaid with knees to match. A wager, dear woman. Your life against his. Let him in. Go away, Slade. He'll kill you. <laughs> so unworthy of you, Mr. Val. Instead of frightening him away, you have only... Sailor, what's this? You have only given him into my hands. My compliments, Mr. Shannon. You're a gallant. I counted on that. Now, what are you doing here, Chubby? The tears of Siva, Mr. Shannon. You have them? Uh-huh. They cost me many tragic hours, Mr. Shannon. The hour when the seaman told me he had them would sell them to me. The hours of waiting while Thomas killed him. The desolate hour when I discovered Thomas had brought me worthless baubles of glass. They will not suffer any more such endless agonies, Mr. Shannon. Joe Devil crossed you, huh? He was going to sell you phonies while the real jewels were with a voodoo crone. So he could grow sapphires on a Pennsylvania farm. Uh, the tears of Siva, Mr. Shannon. Death, Mr. Shannon, like this gun. You don't want them, Slate. Give them to him. Yeah. I'll do that. Take them, chubby. Ah! Yeah, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. You ought to die, a chubby. You're fat. You're soft. <laughs> Exercise more like this. You, you. Pick up the marbles, sailor. You'll not get away. Watch him, sailor. Run. I love your hits. I love your hits.
Okay, sailor, take the wheel. Steady as she goes. We're running without lights. Tired, Slate? Yeah, sure I'm tired. I ran faster than the cops in Haiti ran. As far as I know, they're still looking for Cordovan. Slate? Yeah? Do you think those sapphires will make nice earrings? <laughs> you can get them away from the Port-au-Prince chief of police. Said he'd take care of them. He'd send them back to that lovable old witch. Oh, oh, Richard! That's Cordovan, sailor. Give her the gun. They're shooting at us. Turn around, sailor. Head right for them. Are you crazy? Do what I tell you. Okay, steady. We'll crash into them. Just make a pass at them, sailor. Come as close as you can. We've got to take that chance. What are you doing with that harpoon? I've speared a lot of fish with this. Maybe I can get me a towel. Now, sailor, make a pass. Thomas. You've got good aim, Slate. Now what do we do? Go back for the big fish. Steady, sailor. I'm going to board her. Steady. I'm glad to have you aboard, Mr. Shannon. You've made a mess of things. You can redeem yourself by handing over those sapphires. You think you can handle this tub with one hand on the wheel and one hand on a gun? Exquisitely. You've got one shot. After that, I'll get to you. If you miss me, you're dead. It's a lumpy sea, too. Well, Cordovan? Well? You missed. Now it's my turn. Don't! Don't! I can do this all night. All night. (sighs) Only you give up too easy. Sailor! Everything under control? Ship shape. I'm going to throw you a line. Okay. Got it? I've got it. Secure. Tow us in, sailor. We going home? We're going home. Put this on, Slate. What is it? I bought it in Haiti, in a little shop. I don't care where you bought it. Just tell me what it is. Well, this part is a love charm. And this part is a long chain, so it hangs over your heart. What'd you pay for it? What difference does it make? Put it on. Anything to amuse you, sailor? Uh, now that you've got it on, don't you feel anything? Nothing. What's it supposed to do to me? Make you feel love. It says so in the directions. Well, will you, uh, you, you better read the directions again. All right. Oh, yeah. Here it is in small print. What is? I'm supposed to get inside that necklace with you. Oh, I knew there was something wrong. Come on. Now, what does it do to you? Well... We can take it from here. Throw away the direction, sailor. And so our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time 
for another exciting adventure starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall together in Bold Venture. That's Bold Venture from 1951, The Tears of Siva, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Hope you enjoyed that. Time for this month in music history. Once again, we have a song that I really like. You, not so much. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't like this song. I know you don't, but yeah. I do. <laughs> this I'm going to be the, the man, man who wakes up next to you. you. <laughs> so this is I'm Gonna Be or 500 Miles, written and performed by the Proclaimers. Proclaimers. Released on their 1988 album Sunshine on Leith, but it yeah. was also the main theme of a 1993 film, Benny and June, and that's when it reached number three on the Billboard chart. I'm going to proclaim I don't really like this song. I'm going to proclaim you're wrong. All right, thanks, Lisa. <laughs> More of Hollywood 360 after this. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. In our next hour, Natalie Masters stars as Detective Candy Matson, going back to 1949. But first, we're going to need a Hollywood 360 listener contestant to play Name That Tune. That's right. Are you a fan of Billy Joel? If so, we need you. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. Looking for caller 11. We'll see you soon. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform. <laughs> 